You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic on the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet, Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. the Spittin' Statistician. And you're listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Of course, on all our sports byline affiliates around the country and with the American Forces Radio Network around the world. Service men and women out there getting a little bit of taste of home. And I am so glad for Speeds, the Spittin' Statistician, to be able to do that for you. I got my boy Donnie Burns with me on the ones and toes so hot that we sweat steam. If you want to get at us this hour, you can do that. Phone lines open if you want at 844-843-6879. You could also get at us so many different ways here on the Fantasy Freestyle. We got that FNTSY radio Twitter handle up. You could also always get at me, follow at me, holler at me, at Spittin' Speeds on Twitter. What we do is we put up a couple of poll questions, and I got a couple of interesting ones, in my opinion. Uh, you know, we're going to get into what we saw last night, game one of the Rockets and Spurs series. I got my boy Donnie Burns, the uh, basketball correspondent for the Fantasy Freestyle. So we got a poll question up at this point. Who do you think is going to win that series, that 2-3 series? Will it be Houston or San Antonio? Houston looked real good last night. We'll get into that when we get into the cypher a little bit later on on the Fantasy Freestyle. Also, listen, a lot of people talking about what happened at Fenway Park last night with Adam Jones. A lot of people have come out and gave their opinion. I'll let you know what Speeds is thinking as well when we get into the cypher a little bit. Um, we're also going to have a little bit of fun, as we always do. We put the fun in functional sports radio here. We're going to talk about a couple of new kinds of endorsement deals that we saw uh, last weekend at the NFL Draft. I think that's very interesting. And it's been too long on the Fantasy Freestyle since we've talked about Triple Bree, that brand, and LeVar Ball. So I got an update on LeVar. We're going to get into that with Donnie Burns. I'm your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds the Sp- and statistician. We're going to get into the NBA playoffs a little bit later on. Somebody bet $50,000 on the Warriors this series only to get back 500 if they won. That's how crazy the odds are stacked. We'll see. Come on right back. It's your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spittin' Statistician. You're listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Come on right back. Aha! You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spittin' Statistician. You're listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Of course, as usual, I want to give a big shout-out to our Sports Byline affiliates. Today, yo, big shout-out to my folks out in Kansas, in Liberal Kansas, 1270 AM. That is KSCB out there in Liberal Kansas. And, of course, in Salina, Kansas, that is KSAL. You can find them on 1150 AM. So, you know, of course, you know, I want to give props to everybody because I appreciate everybody listening to the Fantasy Freestyle. I hope that you like Speeds and Spittin' Statistician giving you what you need to win your leagues and win that cash 
and how we have a little bit of fun here on Functional Sports Radio with my boy Donnie Burns. So hot that we sweat steam. He gives me that basketball love. He gives me that love doctor advice. And we're going to get into the NBA playoffs a little bit. But first, I got to give you my starting lineup. And that gets into the Major League Baseball news and notes. First thing I want to let you guys know, the Tigers have activated Miguel Cabrera from the DL. You could put him right back in your lineups as you would. He's coming back from that groin injury. On the other side, though, the outfield of the Colorado Rockies, I think, is getting a little bit clouded. Um, they say that, uh, you know, second year player David Dahl is still, quote unquote, a ways away. And, then, you know, and also with Reynolds so hot at first base, they have now that Ian Desmond has returned. They're putting Ian Desmond in the outfield. So if you're holding on to a guy like David Dahl, I don't know, even if we, when he gets back, that outfield is going to be very cloudy. And very crowded, especially with Desmond playing outfield right now. The Nationals have sent Joe Ross to AAA. This is a guy uh, with a 7.47 ERA and five starts so far this season. And here's the thing, though. It's kind of real now. You know, a month of the season has gone by. The calendar has turned to May. We talk about it in fantasy all the time that you don't really look even at the standings in the first month of the season. I tell you the God's honest truth. I got a league that I'm in where I'm in like I'm towards the bottom. I'm almost in the basement. I'm not concerned yet. Okay. You can't really think about it, but now it starts to be important. And so Joe Ross, they have cut the cord with him, the Nationals sending him down to AAA. The Red Sox have placed Stephen Wright. On the disabled list, he aggravated a knee injury. The Yankees have put Greg Bird on the DL with an ankle bruise. This is something that has been bothering him for a little while. Maybe he just needs a rest. Remember, you got that 10-day DL now, and so managers are kind of using that to game the system a little bit. But... They will have people returning, will the Yankees. It looks like Gary Sanchez will be coming back for this weekend series, as will Brandon Crawford for the San Francisco Giants. Here's what I want to say. We've had another big injury in Washington. Adam Eaton is going to be out for the season. Looks like he tore his ACL over the weekend. And these Washington Nationals had one of the best offenses in baseball, had one of the biggest run differentials in baseball. If You know, They were, in fact, my pick, if you remember, when we did our spotlight of 30 teams in 30 days. My World Series prediction right now is not looking that bad. I'm telling you, I had the Washington Nationals over the Houston Astros as my World Series prediction. Washington looks great, but without Adam Eaton, I still think they're going to storm and win that division. But for fantasy purposes, I think what we have here is a very interesting spot in a lineup that becomes available, and that is the number two hole in the Washington Nationals lineup. This is going to be someone, whoever inherits that spot, because you know you got to figure Trey Turner is going to move to the leadoff spot. Whoever has that number two spot in the lineup is going to be right after Trey Turner, right before Bryce Harper, Daniel Murphy, and the incredibly hot to start the season, Ryan Zimmerman. There's a couple of candidates for this role, in my opinion. I'm telling you guys here on the Fantasy Freestyle, whoever inherits that role will get a tremendous spike in their value, in my opinion. And you should keep an eye on this situation. In my opinion, there are three candidates. They've been putting Jason Worth there, and that would be sick for his value. He was hitting six or seven in that lineup. If he could be, if he could be in that two hole, I like what Jason Worth can do with a steady diet of fastballs. Also, Anthony Rendon. This is a guy. This is a guy who had a bad start to the season. I would have told you he was a fugazi, but then over the weekend he had a three homer, ten RBI game. Maybe putting him in the two spot would be a great place. To get him better pitches. 
continue the hot streak. But I'll tell you who I think it could be that, uh, you know, it's kind of under the radar and I think would have the biggest value. What about catcher Matt Wieters? What if they put Matt Wieters in the two spot? Wouldn't that get him some great pitches to hit? Um, he was toiling down there in the eighth spot in the lineup. Listen, this lineup is sick. So I think if you could put a guy like Matt Wieters in that two-hole, it could even you know lengthen it some more. Keep an eye on this situation now that Adam Eaton has gone down with the ACL injury. Here's what I want to do. We haven't been doing this the last couple of days here on the Fantasy Freestyle. And truth be told, it's because we had so much of the NFL draft coverage and recapping and synthesis to do. But... I want to help you win that cash. So let me tell you some starters to target tonight. There are three, two starters that I really like. And on FanDuel right now, you can play that uh, mix-up where instead of doing a regular full lineup, you're just doing two pitchers and three position players. And I got some pitchers tonight that I like. I like two of them. I have been on James Paxton all season long, and I like him at 9,600 on FanDuel against the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim at home. This seven is the... Is the lowest total on the board, okay? Um, as long as he can avoid Mike Trout, I think this is good. He bounced back already from his only bad start of the season. Remember, he was so hot early on in April. Had one bad start, but since then has come back and had seven scoreless innings with nine strikeouts against Detroit. I love Paxton's K upside. Okay, he is fourth in the American League with 39 strikeouts. And out of the people ahead of him, only Sal and Danny Salazar in Cleveland has more innings pitched. I like Paxson to strike out some Angels tonight, and I like Seattle to get a win in Seattle. I also like Masahiro Tanaka tonight for the New York Yankees. He's at 8,800. Remember, the Yankees are 10-3 and at home, and the Blue Jays are starting Matt Latos. Need I say more? And listen, Tanaka has looked really good. In my opinion, Tanaka has looked good um, since his last, you know, since that opening day horrible, horrible start. He's had three straight starts with quality starts, three straight starts where he has gotten the win. In my opinion, you could ride out Tanaka at 8,800 and Paxton at 9,600. I like them both. But the moral of the story that I've been talking about here is, you know, now... We're a month into the season, right? So now are starting to, some of these changes starting to actually matter. And if you listen to the Fantasy Freestyle, and I know many of you do, and I, yo, big shout out to people that subscribe on the Audio Boom, on the Stitcher, on the Google Play, on the iHeartRadio, on the iTunes, or when you download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network apps, you get Benny Riccardi, Jake Seeley, Tony Sincata, Greg Sussman, Frank Stanfill. What? And what we've been telling you are all sorts of interesting data points, right? And I think that four of these data points I've been talking about are really what you need to look for. I've been telling you about um, launch angle in home runs. I've been telling you about exit velocity. What I want to talk about also here is swing percentage and contact percentage. A lot of these guys that I've been profiling have seen a dramatic dip in their swing percentage. They are not chasing, okay? Their walk rate is going up. Their strikeout rate is going down. And that's part of why I love Aaron Judge and think that his change is sustainable. He's gone up 11% in contact percentage. Yeah, he's dropped a little bit in launch angle, but it doesn't matter. He has true light, tower, power, and that is what has helped him become only one one of only three people to hit 300 and have 10 home runs. Only 44 players have ever done that in any month since 2010. So, 
the part that I love is that six percentage point drop in the swing percentage. He is a more discerning eye. Remember I told you guys that about um, Eric Thames as well. Remember when he came back? from the Korean baseball organization. So I think that is something very interesting. On the flip side, Mike Moustakis, he might be trying to do a little bit too much. His swing percentage is 10% up. He is swinging at a ton more pitchers. His contact rate, though, is down, and his launch angle is up. I think he's trying to just straight pull it. I think that uh, he's feeling a little bit of a grind on that Kansas City offense. Okay, you need to look at some of these numbers because that helps you, uh, you know, take the isolated power and that these are the things that really matter as we are moving on. So when you're on fan graphs and things like that, look for that swing rate. Look for that launch angle. Look for that isolated power. Pitchers are the same things. We'll continue to talk about it all season long here in the Fantasy Freestyle. But when we come back, we're going to enter the cipher. My man Donnie Burns and I, we're going to break down the NBA playoffs a little bit, answer the poll questions, a lot of things to do. It's your boy, Speeds, the spitting statistician. You're listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Come on right back. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds, the spitting statistician. You're listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. If you want to holler at me, you absolutely can at 844-843-6879. You could also catch us on that FNTSY radio Twitter handle. You could also ask any questions or follow me at Spittin' Speeds on Twitter. Yo, check this out. The Rangers have gotten out to a one nothing lead early on. You may have heard... You may have heard the cheer. We are here at Rock and Riley's in Studio 34 here in Manhattan, across the street from Madison Square Garden. A couple of uh, pregame parties going on here at Rock and Riley's. It was Matt Zuccarello who got the goal. Rangers are up one nothing. Indians get on the board in the first inning against the Tigers. Diamondbacks up one nothing against the Nationals, and the Yankees are all over. The Blue Jays, Matt Latos. I told you about Matt Latos. Yankees are already up one nothing. Still threatening with men on second and third. Nobody out here in the Bronx. Keeping it moving as we enter the cipher with your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician. News and notes from the NFL. Jamal Charles has signed a one-year deal with the Denver Broncos, an AFC West rival. That deal is up to at least up to $3.75 million if Jamal Charles reaches certain incentives in that contract. This is also the time of year where you need to find out if teams are going to pick up the fifth-year option on some of the players that they drafted three, four years ago. And so there is news here. Eric Ebron's option has been picked up by the Detroit Lions. Kelvin Benjamin's option picked up by the Panthers. However, Calvin Pryor's option was not picked up by the Jets. Remember, the Jets drafted two safeties with their first and second round picks last weekend. Teddy Bridgewater's option not picked up by the Minnesota Vikings. That injury that he sustained last year, serious knee injury, doesn't look good for Teddy after this declaration by the Minnesota Vikings. And maybe what must be what might be the most surprising one of them all, the Buffalo Bills have decided to decline the fifth year option on Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins is pretty much the best receiver they have and the only option they have. What is going on in Buffalo? Remember they fired 
GM Doug Whaley right after the draft. So they are, you know, turning the page. It looks like in Buffalo, or at least priming the pump for that to happen. Let's talk Buccaneers running backs real quick. News out of the Buccaneers running back room. Um, the J- GM Jason Litt is saying that Doug Martin looks very good in practice, that they believe in him, that they are willing to, you know, kind of still ride with him despite the three-game suspension that he will have to serve at the start of the football season. Head coach of Tampa Bay, though, Dirk Cutter, was talking a little bit about fifth-round pick Jeremy McNichols, saying that he has the potential to be a three-down back in the NFL, which sounds like good praise, right? But then on the flip side, he's saying that he's going to have to work to even make the team because, remember, they do also in that room, besides Doug Martin, have Jacquez Rogers, who I affectionately called Pop quiz, jock quiz all season long. And they also have Charles Sims in that backfield. So uh, a lot of options now for the Tampa Bay Bucks. Many people I saw coming out of the draft thinking that Jameis Winston's fantasy value increased the most. Remember, they uh, they went and drafted, I believe it was O.J. Howard to help him out. They signed Deshaun Watson, uh, excuse me, Deshaun Jackson in the offseason to help with that receiving core that already had guys like Cameron Brait and Mike Evans. The Bucks could be a team where the offense is on the rise. And Samaj P. Ryan, they are saying, is a quote-unquote instant challenger to Rob Kelly in the Washington backfield. That could also spell trouble for Matt Jones. Who? Matt Jones in the Washington backfield. Keeping it moving, though here and I want to bring in my boy Donnie Burns he he is not only the love doctor on the fantasy freestyle he is also the basketball correspondent and Donnie we were getting into this Spurs Rockets series and uh, the Rockets made a statement in game one in San Antonio blowing the doors off of the Spurs they went at 126 to 99 and here's the key for me we have been saying for weeks now that the Rockets are this kind of team that like if they get hot they can compete with anybody if they shoot the ball well if they're able to push that pace in space well they hit 22 of their 53 pointers last night a 44 percent clip that will be enough to compete with anybody Ariza looked good Ryan Anderson looked good it didn't even all come from James Harden as we were talking about before we got on air but my question honestly Don is more about the San Antonio Spurs than it is about the Houston Rockets. We have seen and we have all said that the Rockets are capable of this kind of explosion, scoring in the 120s, hitting 20 plus three pointers. But LaMarcus Aldridge with four points? Yeah, this isn't Tony Parker not looking that spry. I would almost ask, what do the Spurs have to rely on besides Kawhi Leonard? And while I am not going to bury a Greg Popovich team after game one, this does not look good, Donnie. Yeah, here's the thing, though, and this is what I'm worried about most. The Spurs are the best, if not one of the best, at running teams off the three-point line. And if you have the Rockets out of all teams shooting almost 50% from the three-point line, and one of your best players in LaMarcus Aldridge can't get double-digit points, Yeah, that's going to be a long series. <laughs> That's going to be a very long series. And so we asked people on that FNTSY radio Twitter handle, and thanks to everybody who's already voting. Big shout-out to the people who follow us on the FNTSY radio Twitter handle. Big shout-out to the people who follow me at Spittin' Speeds. Um, right now, 64%, so two-thirds of the votes right now, are for the Houston Rockets. Think that the Houston Rockets will advance to the Western Conference Finals. Uh, we have you on record, though, already, yeah. right, Donnie? 
Yeah, well, here's the thing. I was real high on. That's why I don't. I don't really want people to sleep on the Spurs because I was super high on two teams before the playoffs even started. If you remember, I was high on the Wizards and I was high on the Rockets. Right. But I've seen both struggle at times. So it's one game you can't gauge that after. The, I mean, they were up thirty at one point. They were up thirty you at one point. I think it was like seventy-three to thirty-nine at one point. You can't gauge a team with pedigree like the Spurs out after one game. I feel like that's a little, you know. I'll tell you what, it'll definitely, and, 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 you know, if you listen to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you listen to win that cash. And in the NBA and playoff basketball, there has been for years the zigzag theory where series kind of pendulum swing back and forth, these kind of series. I would not be surprised if the San Antonio Spurs come out game two at home and respond well. I'd be laying heavy coin bitcoin maybe even on the san antonio spurs in game two how do you like that donnie yeah and you for, a lot of people forget that the spurs can shoot the three two at a, a high clip and usually right. they're they're pretty high percentage they don't do it a lot but when they do that and they recognize they're making beyond the arc they will continue to shoot that clip until the percentage drops and they'll shoot it at a high percentage all right so we'll see we'll see if the golden state warriors tonight in their game one if they uh put on a show the same way the rockets did i want to keep it moving in the cypher here donnie burns a lot of people are talking about what happened at fenway park last night adam jones was saying you know things that he got the n-word you know used at him kind of in, in heckles he uh was throwing peanuts at him and and you know the red sox have come out and apologized but i think you know a lot of people are talking about how this speaks to a bigger issue and Interestingly enough, I got some quotes from CeCe Sabathia, um, who has said that it has happened to him before, that it's not surprising at all in Fenway Park, that it happens in Fenway but happens nowhere else in Major League Baseball. And he also says that all the black players in Major League Baseball know about it. When you go to Boston, it is expected. Okay, now... I feel a lot of ways about this, but the angle that I want to get into real quick, you know, a lot of people say like, hey, well, if you buy a ticket, you should be able to do whatever, say whatever you want. I completely disagree with that. And what I'm also saying now, especially in the times that we are in right now in this country where there has been a a raised voice of a lot of different things that we're not going to get into too much right here. I think it is a very big problem to, court, to, to desensitize this and to almost accept this kind of activity at sporting events. Remember, uh, Donnie, when I was talking about like the soccer hooliganism with the Dortmund bust and like the flare guns and stuff? I think we are in a very sad place if we, um, if we become immune to this as a society, if we think that this is like okay, or if we diminish this as a few fans, and I did hear that 60 fans were ejected from Fenway Park, and at the beginning of this game tonight, you know, a little standing ovation for Adam Jones, but that's not enough. It's a more pervasive culture here, and if we're supposed to be in this post-racial discourse that we're in, I want everybody to consider this, you know, the same kind of uh, populist movement that has this other springing up right now adam jones just a month and a half ago i was calling him in essence captain america for the wbc team here for the united states of america he was representing america in a very strong and prideful way just a month or two ago so what is american what are our rights what should be respective i think that's interesting and i've also heard a lot of people talk about what is actually effective punishment just ejecting fans I have an interesting idea, Donnie Burns. I think uh, much like sex offenders, 
if people get ejected or lose their season tickets for bad behavior at stadiums or this kind of behavior, this kind of racist behavior, their names should be put in the paper as well with an explanation of why their tickets were revoked. What do you think about that, Donnie? Yeah, and I completely agree with that. And it can't just be one side. It can't always be, you know, the players saying so. Like, things have to happen. You, like you said, you can't just eject. We like, can't be desensitized to this. You can't just eject someone. They'll be back for the of next course. game. Of course. Yeah, I, so that's what sense. I'm saying. I'm saying, like, just like, you know, just like sex uh, offenders, put their names in the paper in that community. Explain. Maybe that will uh, let Make everybody have some kind of decorum. Exactly. No you need a real deterrent. Finding them or ejecting them is not enough. But it's interesting that not only Adam Jones, but CeCe, other African-American players have come out. And even Red Sox players, David Price, Ellis Burks back in the day, all the way back to Jim Rice, have said that this is something to be expected when you go to Fenway Park in Boston. So I think we have a lot of work to do. We cannot make this a new normal. It is not okay. But as we move on, we'll get into the fun and functional sports radio because that's what we do here as well here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spittin' Statistician. We'll be right back, and we'll talk about LeVar Ball. We'll be more lighthearted, all right? Come on right back after this Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds and Spittin' Statistician. You're listening live here to the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Big shout-out to all the servicemen and women who are listening around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. And, of course, all of our sports byline affiliates. We just got into it a little bit about the Adam Jones, Red Sox, Orioles issue and kind of... You know how prevalent apparently this is. So I do also want to give a big shout out to our affiliates out in Boston, WWZN fifteen ten AM. If you're listening out there, holler at your boy Speeds and Spittin' Statistician at eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Remember, I do have a poll question up about this. Does buying a ticket give you the right to say or do anything as a fan? We have that up there right now. Almost already a hundred votes in this hour, and thank you to everybody voting on the FNTSY radio Twitter handle at spitting speeds as well right now 82 percent of you say no it is does not give you the right to do or say whatever you want 18 percent though say that it does i wonder if that includes some of the vial that was thrown adam jones's way last night and apparently what has been happening um for a long time at Fenway Park. I also want to tell you that the Rangers have scored again. They are now up 2-0. It was Grabner with the second Rangers goal here at Radio City Music... Uh, not at Radio City Music Hall. At Madison Square Garden, the world's most famous arena. I'm also sort of encouraged... Um, I wanted to stack Yankees and Reds in my DFS lineup, and the uh, Reds are already up 3 nothing on Tyler Glasnow, and the Yankees are threatening big time in the... Uh you know, in, in the first and second inning up against Matt Latos, who I was stacking bats against. But check this out. Here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, we give you so many ways for you to win your leagues and win that cash. Download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. This way you can get all of our programming, 24-7 fantasy programming for free. But we've got other ways for you. 
Check out the RotoExperts.com exclusive edge in-season fantasy baseball package. It's your ultimate bench coach for the 2017 season. Stay ahead of the pack with our in-depth statistical breakdowns, trend analysis, and player insights. Become a waiver wizard and learn how to scan the numbers like a Roto scientist. We help you set the ideal lineups every week, and this season, you get a built-in fantasy training staff with our new injury advisor, powered by InsideInjuries.com. Get the RotoExperts.com exclusive edge in-season fantasy baseball package now and start soaring to the top of the standings enter f- promo code free radio at checkout and you will get a special discount i also want to tell you that coming up next here on the fantasy sports radio network my man joey p joey pisapia joey pizza pizza as he is affectionately called by my man don burns he'll be up next with the fantasy black book and again Big shout out to Joey P because uh, last week on Friday, he helped hold me down here on the Fantasy Freestyle going into uh, draft coverage live as the second round started. Thanks again to him for joining Fantasy Freestyle last Friday, but you can check him out. Fantasy Black Book up next on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. As I've been saying, though, it's been way too long since we've talked LeVar Ball here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and things may not be going his way recently. Remember when I told you that LeBron was not the person he should mess with, that he was going to get shut out of his big billion-dollar deal that he wanted for his Triple B brand? Because now Lonzo, by all accounts, is going to be the one or two pick in the upcoming NBA draft, which happens in you know inside of a few weeks. But, um, LeVar Ball and Triple B, they have gotten completely rejected. They have, they will not have a deal with Nike, not with Adidas, not with Under Armour. All three of those big shoe companies said they will have no, nothing to do with him. And that has never happened with the top five pick before the draft. Here's the thing. It's because LeVar keeps on having these demands. He wants to, in essence, co-brand the Triple Breeze. And have it be a deal for all three kids. That is not going to happen. He's saying he wants not an endorsement deal, but co-branding. And then said that these big shoe guys, you know, whether it be Adidas, Nike, Under Armour, they are not ready for that model. But in response, LeVar Ball says, that's okay. The taxi industry wasn't ready for Uber. That is how confident he thinks that he is such a disruptive force that he is going to disrupt it like Uber did the taxi industry. I don't think that's what's going to happen. He does make a great point that it is incredibly valuable to own your own brand before going pro. But he says that he has been working on this shoe for Lonzo since before he was born. That they don't want to have to wait to cash in. And then he threw shade at Paul George specifically saying he doesn't want to have to wait five or six years like Paul George did to get a deal. Uh, a shoe deal. I think, you know, this is not going to go well. And here's the other thing now. Once again, LeVar Ball maybe going a little bit too far. He's saying that the first shoe that does, in fact, come out, and again, he's now, instead of the shoe companies, he's talking to other kinds of brands, including apparently Facebook, to sponsor the Triple B brand. But he's saying that his first shoe is going to be $200. I think that's a little bit rich. Listen, the LeBron James 14s right now are $175. Kevin Durant's let issue the KD9s are $150. James Harden's are at $140. Steph Curry's are at $150. Paul George's, now that he does have a shoe, is $110. 
But uh, Lonzo Ball's first shoe before he even comes into the league is going to go for $200. This may be yet another case of LeVar Ball overshooting his expectations. But, you know, we got to keep our eyes out on everything that LeVar Ball does, apparently. Listen, I want to keep it moving, though, here. We put the fun in functional sports radio here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Remember earlier this week I told you to keep an eye out in the fight game? about Andrew Joshua, this undefeated kid coming up, and how British uh, heavyweights are now all the rage. Remember, we also have Canelo Alvarez versus Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. in Las Vegas this weekend. Cinco de Mayo weekend, Mexican greats going at it. Canelo Alvarez and Julio Cesar Chavez in Las Vegas, what I think is going to be a huge fight, and you can probably go see that on pay-per-view. But I want to talk to you about something else I've seen in the fight game. First of all, congratulations are in order for Miss Ronda Rousey. Apparently, Miss Ronda Rousey is engaged. She's engaged to Travis Brown, who himself is a UFC fighter. Remember, obviously, Ronda Rousey started off her career 12-0, then got rocked by Holly Holm, then got rocked by Angela Nunez. And remember, a few months ago, I came out and told you that Dana White says that he does not see her fighting again. Dana White said that in an interview in January. This guy, her uh, her fiancé, Travis Brown, he's lost his last three fights also. So maybe it's running in the, the, you know, the new family to uh, move away from the MMA. But I build this little segment as the MMA circle of life because I don't know, Donnie, if you're with me or not. But later on, when you rejoin the show, you're going to have to comment on this because check this out. It's like the circle of female MMA fighters. Ronda Rousey may be exiting the game, but check this out. There is a new Asian fighter named Momo. She is set to debut in an MMA um, event called Deep Jewel 16 in Japan later on this month in May, on May 20th. But here's the deal. She's 12 years old. They are having a 12-year-old debut at an event called Deep Jewel 16 in Japan. There is going to be a 12-year-old MMA female fighter. I think this is completely ridiculous. Ronda Rousey walking away. This young lady coming back. Donnie Burns is back with me. 12-year-old female MMA fighter. Donnie, I ask you, which is worse? That they allow this girl, a 12-year-old girl, to fight? Or the 24-year-old fighter who decide to agree to take a fight and fight a 12-year-old girl? Which is worse, Don? Uh, I'm going to have to say... <laughs> Whoever chose to fight the twelve-year-old, the twenty-four-year-old, right? That's taking on this fight and go over how their morals are set up. This is absolutely crazy, right? I'm gonna have to go with that one. Okay, and I want to get you in before we move on because we've been talking about Lavar Ball forever. You're a young kid, Donnie. We talk about this. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm in the Gen X. I'm in the Gen X side. Okay, you're a millennial, so these sneakerheads, you know, that are out there. Remember, we talked also when we saw the North Carolina team getting their cleats. You know, the Jumpmans. Is there any chance that Lavar that uh, Lonzo's shoe could go for two hundred dollars. No, no shot. I, I, Curry's. The, I, I don't even think Curry's going for that. That's what I was saying. Not nah, Lebron's are at one seventy-five. Yeah, yeah. KD's at one fifty. No shot. Yeah, absolutely. So once again, 
LeVar Ball putting his children in a kind of position to fail, in my opinion. What do you think about I, this? And Lonzo says nothing. Like, even in what, there was an interview where they had where it was like, oh, does, you know, does anything that your father do, like, bother you? And right. He always says no. He's, it's like a trained dog. It's like very, He's programmed, bro. Yeah. He's been programmed since birth, you know, that his dad is handling all this. Think about it like the Williams sisters with uh, – with their father, Richard Williams, coming up, you know? But it, it was the, – the question wasn't even gauged towards, uh, like, what's happening now in terms of basketball. It was, like, a life question. Like, has he ever – like, bo- like has he ever bothered you? Has he ever done anything to oh, really? bother you or offend you? And he's like, nah, never. Never. I'm like, never. Well, yeah, they stick tight over there in their uh, – whatever, like, Bel Air or West Hollywood, wherever Chino it is. Hills. There it is. There it is. So they, they, they keep it tight over there. Yo, I got one more thing I want to get at. We put the fun in functional sports radio. As you know, Donnie Burns on the ones and twos, so hot that he sweats steam, helping your boy speeds the spitting statistician blow up like a Samsung 7 here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We have a new kind of endorsement deal, you know, coming out of the NFL draft that happened last weekend. I found two of these stories, and Don, I want to I ask you which you think is more creative, okay? So the first one, new Broncos tight end Jake Butt from Michigan. Um, first of all, his name is Jake Butt. He was a tight end, and he got drafted. Not doing so hot. <laughs> he got drafted by the Denver Broncos, but here's the deal, my friend. He got an endorsement deal with Charmin uh, Toilet Paper because of his name, Jake well, Butt, really? being a tight end. Yeah, that's not a bad deal. He got a he got he got a Charmin endorsement deal, which I think that's, is great. Yeah, that's probably got some money with it. Exactly. Yeah, and also here's another interesting way that he uh, got money. Remember when we were talking in the bowl season? Julius Peppers decided to not play. Leonard Fournette decided to not play. Well, Jake Butt actually tore his ACL in the bowl game, in the Orange Bowl, okay? And uh, he slipped from what was a second-round projection all the way down to the first pick of the fifth round. But he had insurance on that and cashed in and got a tax-free $543,000 on that insurance claim. And he still got drafted by the Denver Broncos. And he still got an endorsement deal with Charmin. So I think it worked out pretty good for Jake Buck. So let me contrast that with this. Defensive end out of Missouri, Charles Harris. He was the number 22 overall pick by your boys, the Miami Dolphins. Do you know where I'm going with this? I do. Do you see his draft party? I did. You saw the background? Yes. You saw Sasquatch in the background from Jack Link's jerky? Oh, boy. Yeah. So they are now having Sasquatch at the draft party. I think that was a creative, innovative kind of endorsement. Deshaun Watson, I think, also. um, Oh, excuse me. Deshaun Kaiser also had the Jack Link's logo in the lining of his suit jacket when he got drafted. I think this is creative. You think Sasquatch may have some a couple of other appearances? Which is better, Donnie? Uh, I like the Jake Butt thing. Cause I actually, you like the Charmin I, deal? Yeah, and not just because of all, how funny all that stuff really is, but I watched him throughout most of this past year and he's he's a very good player yeah but i don't care about the good player I, i'm talking which is a better endorsement jake D, jake butt like with his charmin endorsement like the, i, like I kind of think butt. messing with sasquatch like has some legs man i can see next year at draft parties maybe find like the burger king somewhere you know i think placement of these mascots are pretty interesting uh, i think i think they're on to something messing with sasquatch but check it out when we come back donnie burns speeds the spitting statistician we're gonna tie a nice little bow on this coming up next Next will be Joe Pizza Pizza on the Fantasy Black Book. Coming right back, Fantasy Freestyle, Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
Yeah, as the beat dropped, you know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez. Speed's a spitting statistician. You're listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And, of course, sports byline affiliates across the country and the American Forces Radio Network around the world. Um, I didn't mention, I mentioned this at the top of the hour, but Ronaldo also had a hat trick for Real Madrid. They beat Atletico Madrid in the UEFA Champions League semifinal. First leg, 3 nothing. Ronaldo with a hat trick coming up big at big times. Want to also just give you a couple of heads up here. The Reds are up 3 1 on the Pirates and the Yankees all over the Toronto Blue Jays. 5 nothing in the bottom of the second, I'm sure. My boy Joey Pizza Pizza coming up next on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network will give you what you need to continue to win that baseball cash. I will say this. I very much like that I already have uh, Joey Votto in my DFS lineup. I had Brett Gardner in my DFS lineup as well today, so I am looking good. Also told you that the Rangers are up 2 nothing on the Ottawa Senators at the first intermission right across the street from Studio 34 here at Rockin' Riley's. Rangers getting it on with the Ottawa Senators at Madison Square Garden. Got a couple of games later on tonight. Wizards and Celtics, that should be a good one. Game two. And the Golden State Warriors get their next series started against the Utah Jazz. We had a couple of poll questions up today as well. Rockets, Spurs, Rockets looking very impressive last night in game one of that series against San Antonio. In San Antonio, winning big. 64% of you think that the Houston Rockets will in fact win that series and move on to the Western Conference Finals. We also talked a little bit about the Orioles and the Red Sox and that series and what's going on up there with Aaron Jones and Fenway. I told you they gave him a standing ovation, but then right after that, Chris Sale apparently threw a ball behind Manny Machado. Both benches have been warned. I asked you on the FNTSY radio Twitter handle and at Spittin' Speeds if the buying a ticket gives you a right to do or say anything as a fan. 81% of you say no. 19% of you say that absolutely it does. I wonder if that includes the stuff that is going on at Fenway Park. Tune in tomorrow, though. Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Donnie Burns will be here. Speeds the Spittin' Statistician will be here. I got a special guest as well, so tune in and find out about that. Up next on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, Fantasy Black Book. Come on back tomorrow. Speeds the Spittin' Statistician. Fantasy Freestyle. See you tomorrow. Peace.